guys, welcome back. This is Caring is Swearing with Samantha. As always, you can follow me on Facebook, Caring underscore is underscore swearing, or on Instagram, Swearing is Caring Podcast. Have any questions or suggestions? Caring is Swearing at gmail.com, all lowercase. I'm available now on Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, and I think a new one, but I actually didn't see what it was called before I started this. Um, I got an email today about it. But uh, when I post this episode, I'll add that link in so you guys can do that one too if you prefer it. Um, Today, my husband's on here with me, Ryan. (laughs) He's not thrilled about it. He didn't want to do it. Um, But this episode is going to be about trust, forgiveness, anger, fear, you know, all the biggies. Um, I've had a couple of weeks now of all kinds of emotion, um, so I just thought it would be a good inspiration to do an episode about it. So, um, do you think there is someone, something that someone can do that can be completely unforgivable? Yeah, absolutely. What do you think that is? Um, yeah, I mean, basically just any, any sort of break of trust is, is unforg- unforgivable. Sorry, I've been drinking, guys. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. There's that, there's that bond, and when you break that trust, it's you can't go back. I mean, well, you can, but it just takes a really, really. I mean, it has to be something worth fighting for. There's I think, forgiveness, but building I, back I, up. I honestly don't think it's going to go back to the same way that it was before. I mean, how can it be? Yeah, they say forgive and forget, but honestly, have you met a single person that can forgive and forget certain things? I think it takes a really big person to get to that <laughs> point. Maybe it takes a person that's been screwed over so many times they have nobody left in their life that's not broken their trust and they really don't have any option. I don't know. <sighs> it's a hard one for me because I'm... I'm I'm the same way in a way because, like, I want to say that I would be able to forgive and move on and hopefully forget, but I think it would take, like, a really long time. I'm talking, like, years upon years of no other problem because I think even a minor problem bringing, would bring it back up yeah, see, always. See, and, and me, I'm just like, hey, you fuck me, you fuck you, you're done. I, I'll mm-hmm. write you off. I don't care. Yeah, you've proven that a few times. On- there's not with me but I'm just saying what's the point to break your trust once what's keeping it from doing it again okay well if I okay let's just this is a good example this is this would be a really good example if your spouse who you've been with for however long did the most unforgivable thing which what would be uh, cheating any form of, I don't know some people have different forms of cheating but your level of cheating or whatever. I think cheating just pretty much anything where you want to be with somebody else in any kind of instance, but or any kind of form, emotional, mental, physical, I don't care. I think it's cheating. If it's not with your spouse, I don't think it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, that's how yeah, I, mean, I went into marriage. Any, any sort of instance along that, whether it's, you know, physical or emotional, yeah, it's still... In my book, it's considered, you know, cheating. Mm-hmm. But that would probably be 
That'd probably be the number one on that, yeah. But if, okay, let's just... See you later, motherfucker. Yeah, okay. Give me the key. But it's more complex than that, though, with us. It is. Because... You're an asshole. That, and at the same time, we have children together. Now... We do have kids, don't we? Yes. Sorry, I forgot about that. But seriously, like, you have kids in the picture. It's not as easy to just be like, I'm done. You can't just break up your entire family without even trying to fix it. Now, I'm not saying if you did it to me or I did it to you that it would be something I'd be like, oh, yeah, come back home. We'll pretend like this never happened. That's yeah, not going to happen. No, you can't pretend. I mean. But for their sake, we'd have to be civil and keep life as normal and, as possible. And for things them. going back to the way they were are completely different. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll pick up on it. Well, they will. I mean, they're going to pick up on any sort of change anyway. Your kids aren't stupid. Well, no. Our kids are kind of stupid. No, they're not. (laughs) They're just different. They're not smart. Not worried about college. They do really weird things, and it makes us question everything we've ever done. Anyway, but yeah, they're going to pick up on all of those little cues. Yeah. Well, because they've been around for a long time, and they they know how we are with each other. Yeah. So. For their sake, though, I would think I would be willing, even though it would kill me, to have to know that you did something like that to me. I think... For their sake and for the fact that we have put in this time and effort together, and I do love you, it doesn't change that I love you. I would still want to try to fix it as best we can. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But at least if we ever did end it that way, we could say we tried everything. Because I know couples who have been through not cheating. I don't even think cheating could be the worst thing. I mean, you have couples who a spouse has, you know mental health issues to the point where they can't function correctly or then you know that leaves the other parent as a single parent you have couples who the spouse goes through you know drug addiction or alcohol addiction or any kind of addiction yeah there's abuse yeah there's all kinds of of dynamics that you have to think about and at what point do you think you give up yeah like you just everybody's situation is going to be different so you can't judge everybody on one situation like because everybody's going to be different everybody feels differently everybody thinks differently everybody's going to be able to handle a different amount yeah i mean you don't live with those people yeah you don't know what their lives are like on the inside you don't Mm -hmm. (laughs) so just to, to judge somebody on a decision they make that has nothing that affects anyone else it's just in my book not even fair because again not your life, not your problem, not your circus. <laughs> These are not your, you know, problems to deal with right now. Yeah, there's there's no point in worrying about other people's problems, but I mean, when it's when it comes to your problems, I mean, there's there's a there's a point where you, you know, you you know that you've got an issue, mm-hmm. and then there's just blowing small things out of proportion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. way out of proportion. And, and it's easy to do that. It, it really is. And yeah. I know I'm bad at it. But... But when you do realize something's wrong, I think the way you handle it at that point is what matters. Because I'm not, I'm not saying that everybody can read someone's mind. You don't know all the time what your spouse is feeling. Because some people are just really good at masking how they feel. Mine's always angry. Yeah, I always know when Ryan's upset about something because he's really snippy. And I'm not saying he's snippy a lot, but no, I can I'm, always tell because normally he will tell me when something's wrong. But if he doesn't want to burden me with something or, you know, he's just having a hard time figuring out how he's feeling, he won't, like, just come out and say it. And I'll know if something's wrong because he'll be snippy or he'll want to sleep more or he'll want to, 
you know, he won't eat as often or something, and I just know. So, but that's because we've we've been together for like ten years. I mean, and I'm not saying time has everything, but when you've been with somebody for so long through so many different things, like I talked about in the last episode, you know, back when I thought it was a good thing that you know it took us so long to have kids. At the time, it sucked. I mean, it was terrible, and I wouldn't wish it on anybody to not be able to have children when you want to have children, but. It was one of those things that because we went through so much trial and error and I think so many up and down emotions about it, we saw each other at our best and our worst. So I think in a way it made us appreciate each other more and it made us be able to pick up on those small cues of like when that other person just needs a minute. Like he doesn't have to tell me when he's upset. I can feel it. And I think it's the same thing for him most of the time. Like he can tell. He just won't say it like something's bothering you he's scared to t say that to me i think because she's a psycho i'm insane when i'm really upset <laughs> you don't want to open that bottle yeah that's it that's yeah. a you want that bottle to simmer down a little bit you don't want it exploding i've been stabbed enough <laughs> i've never stabbed him on purpose your mom has oh my gosh she stabbed <laughs> you one time on accident she was trying to stab kyle doesn't even count uh, uh. with a fork I should mention, it wasn't a knife. Not that that makes it any better. <laughs> yeah. The moral of that story is don't piss my mom off because she will stab you with whatever's near her. And it's genetic. <clears throat> everybody stabs everybody in my family. Ryan's been stabbed by every female in my family line. Uh, Tra -tra tradition. Me, yeah, Mom, think... Mama, Emmeline, Kyle, they've all stabbed you. Yeah, yeah. You guys are a very stabby female bunch. Well, we're real women, I guess. You're really know. good at pissing the women off in your family. You know all of our cues. Yeah, I got a, I got a special button I like to push. But don't feel <laughs> bad for him, guys, because he just admitted he does it on purpose. Mostly. So anyway, back to this trust, forgiveness, anger, fear thing. I feel like trust is a lot like time and labor. Layer together to make this large, fluffy quilt. And quilts, like true quilts, take a long time to create. You know, you have to put in the work, you have to to make something that will eventually be used as a comfort to someone else. But what do you do when someone isn't satisfied with the comfort of this quilt? What happens when they begin seeking out weaknesses in the fabric and pick at the seams? And what happens is it becomes starts to unravel, which I feel like is a lot like trust. You take all this time and you put in all that effort and feeling and love and you know everything into this one trust and bond with somebody and sometimes when the other person's not happy or not satisfied they want to seek greener pastures or you know whatever it starts to pick at those seams it starts to unravel that and it takes a long time you can't always fix everything so i don't know i mean me i'm extremely picky on who i trust i mean very very picky and if you start nitpicking at it i'm just fuck you mm -hmm. you know I, I i don't know i'm a i'm a very no bullshit kind of person just tell it how it is i'll respect you for that just mm -hmm. there's you know don't try and change me and i don't think you should try to change anybody because you can't say that you love somebody now, it's not the same thing, I think, if, like, you love somebody who's got a terrible problem, you know, that they need, that needs to be changed. But, I mean, like, as a, as a person, as who they are, personality. You can't change a person. You shouldn't want to change who they are. 
If you don't, you don't truly love that person. See, you heard that. She doesn't love me. I do. I mean, and I've <laughs> never asked anybody in my life to change for me. I love them for who they are, and I love fiercely, and I think sometimes that's my downfall because I do love, and I do trust. I try to see the good in everyone, and I think sometimes that's that fault. that punches me right in my face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time. You more times than it doesn't. I have lost. I love you, but damn. I'm terrible about it. Like, and when something does happen, like when someone hurts me or blindsides me, my first instinct is always to go, well, what did I do to deserve this? I can't ever imagine somebody being bad. Like, just to be a bad person. Well, and that's not always a negative quality. I mean, you always see the... It's the um, an ignorant quality. <laughs> it's a very naive yes, quality. Very, naivety is, is an issue there, but it's it's part of you. I mean, you you trust easily. I don't. You know, I'm very much the negative Nancy part of our relationship. Well, I have to rephrase that because right. I don't trust everybody easily. Well... There are certain things, like I get vibes from people. I'm sure everybody gets these vibes. When, yeah. you're, when you're in touch with yourself and like you're able to really you know, know what you can handle, I feel like you make yourself sensitive to people's vibes and what they give off. And there are some people that I just can't, I know from the very beginning that the only way I'm going to be able to interact with this person is the bare minimum, civil, just the complete flat, boring self of who I am like I'm going to be able to only handle these people when I have to I am not going to seek them out I am not going to make that effort because for one I just know that our personalities are going to clash but as an adult I know that I have to be able to handle people who don't see eye to eye with what I believe and what I think and how I feel so you can't like everybody you're around but you can choose who you seek out in the world and get close to and I think I'm very picky about that yeah, and you should be picky about that. Because these people are going to be around my family. They're going to be around my children, and they're going to know things about me that not everybody knows. So Yeah, I mean, to me, if you're going to be around my kids, I have to trust you completely. You know, it's just, yeah, that's, that, that's difficult because, I mean, i got family that I don't trust completely. i got a lot of people around me that I don't trust completely and that just means that there's no way in hell I'm gonna let them stay around my kids mm -hmm. yeah I don't want them influencing there. my children you know, in any way I'm not that good at saving face mm -hmm. you know that's that's my parents generation you know it's just that's I, a lot of the older generation is really saving face yeah I have a really hard time holding my tongue I do I, I it get gets that him in trouble me. a lot it does not with me, just in general. <laughs> I, I don't care, I like it. I think I get it from my mother, but... <laughs> you do. <laughs> you really do. Well, but, but still, I mean, if you're going to have someone around your family, around your significant other, your children, nieces, nephews, I mean, granted, that's not your responsibility to protect them, but it, it still kind of is, you know, you... Have I'll to fuck you up no matter who you are. Them. You don't come near my family. If you're gonna, if you have bad intentions and you hurt any of those children in my care or around me, I'm gonna fuck your world up, dude. Yeah. You're not gonna come back from that. <laughs> so but you just stay away. You just in the world today, you just have to be careful. You know, hell, 
you, you and I grew up completely different. I know. I think about it all the time. Like, how are we not dead? Like, yeah. how are we not dead, kidnapped? But, you know, I grew up in the country, and, you know, when my parents said go play in a highway, we went and played in the highway, you know? Hey. And then got in trouble yeah, for playing in the highway. Yeah, we got in trouble highway. for playing in the highway, but... That's where Emmeline gets it. I swear <laughs> yeah. to God, that is where Emmeline gets but her it was sarcastic time, ass things. It was at a time to where you could go out and play. In and the highway? I'm pretty sure that's been unsafe for a long time. Well, it was at a time when your kids had fucking common sense to look both directions. Hey, is there a car coming? No, we can go play in the highway. I just have a quick question, Brian. <laughs> um, before we go on, this is just to your credibility. Um, how many times did you stick something in the light socket and get electrocuted before you realized, I'm going to keep getting electrocuted every time I play in it? That is not a fair question. It is. It, it goes to your common sense meter. As, as a child or an adult? Any of those times. A child twice. Adult? You don't want to say? A couple more than twice. Okay. <laughs> I'm a hard learner. It's not my fault. You're such a dumbass. <laughs> but... But still, I mean... I don't even know about the adults. <laughs> you you got to raise your kids to where they got some common sense. And that's not going to be my area of expertise, apparently, because I have none. I lost the beer pong ball where, tonight. Where, where you're talking about you get a vibe from people, yeah, that's trust in your gut. Mm-hmm. And, and, and sometimes I fight it. I do. Sometimes I fight it because I know this person personally, so I'm like, okay, well, if everybody else likes then maybe there's something wrong with me. And that's, but that's then it ends up thing, fucking you know? me over. It's like, nope, you should have just listened to how you, what you were sorry, thinking the first time. To me, in my personal belief system, as soon as you look at somebody, you know. You do. I think a lot of people have that ability where they look at someone and go, nope. Not not because of how they look, but it's I mean, like, you talk you to somebody the first time, like, you're like, mm-mm, mm-mm I ain't gonna... I, I don't trust you. This vibe is not good. And you can still try, because I'm not saying every time a first encounter is always accurate, because no, Ryan I has... No, I that horrible first yeah, impressions. Yeah, right? I'm, we're terrible at first impressions. Give mm. us at least three times. Mm. Give us three times. If we're not... If you're not happy with us after the third time, then try we the probably fourth. aren't your people. If the fourth... Yeah, try drinking when you're in the fourth one. That'd probably be better. We're hard... We're a hard pill to swallow. Mm. As people. As a couple. As parents. <laughs> as children of... You know, to our parents. As siblings to our siblings. I... We're difficult to handle for our own family. And... We're very complex individuals. <laughs> I don't mind that, because we are who we are. Mm-hmm. You know? That's... That's a lot of the reasons that she pushes me daily, but she is her own person, and I'm my own person. Yeah, you I have to be. Yeah, I mean, we don't do the normal... It's too much fucking stress. It is, to be so perfect and to fit in this little box. Like, I'm not saying that what we do is right for everyone, but... God damn it. It works. <laughs> Shut up. Don't get that on my microphone. I won't. He spilled his drink on his shirt because he's know. a dumbass. And that's my mouth. How? It's a big mouth. Exactly. <laughs> and you got a beer. You thought it would land in there. Well, it hit the beer. That's the problem. I'm not going to tell you to cut it because I hate it when you cut it. But Shave that shit. I think like... We don't fit into this box. And for some people, it doesn't work. And that's totally fine. And I don't, we try not, we don't really judge other people. And not, not to, yeah, time. like not to the point where it's I mean, like, we don't like people because of, they don't fit into what we like to do. But, 
but the people we do hang out with on the on the norm frequently are about the same as we are. Not exactly, but yeah, but we have a, a very well. We all bring something different to the table, and I think it just balances yeah, we everything out. A large out. variety of friends. I mean, it's it's <laughs> I don't know, you know how to put it, but it's kind of an eclectic taste of friendships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all have different experiences from life, and we bring that to everything, and we all kind of like a community of how we bounce things off of each other for our children and for our daily day-to-day -day, like frustrations. And I think it helps to have different people from different backgrounds who. So I think similar, you know, the same in a way, but also think differently, in a different way. Like they, they can bring something different yeah, to that. Yeah, they have they have different perspectives on on. They We're all different spices. Same, same situation, yeah, but it could be completely different outcomes. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just a perspective. But when we need each other, we're all there. Yeah. Hundred percent. You don't have to question it. We're gonna be there. Like we just don't give up on each other. It's just. And we'll tell each other. We'll call each other out and be like, you know, you need to do better. Or, you know, you dropped the ball on that. Or, you know, or we're here for you if you need us. The fuck were you thinking? Yeah, right. We, we have no problem being both ways there. So, I think that's good. I think it's important. Because these are the people you're going to be around a lot. And these are the people that your children are going to be around a lot. So, in a way, you all kind of have to have a baseline together. So, at least most of the things you guys agree on. Like, in our group of friends, we all curse, we all drink, we all do stupid stuff, but we all love our kids infinity. I mean, there is nothing more important our than our children. Our families always first. Always. Yeah. And we're the kind of friends, I feel like, that you can count on. You call us and be like, hey, you know, something came up, can you, you know, can you keep our kids for a couple hours? Or, hey, I just, I'm having a really bad day, can you... Just come hang out with me for a little bit. Hell yeah, I'm there. Can I bring my kids? Because I have to. But I'll make it work somehow, some way. I will go and do what I got to do to help you. I mean, because I know that if it was reversed, I would want the same kind of, you know, help if I needed it. Yeah. Because I trust these guys, 100%. I know that if I ever needed somebody to drop something and take keep my kids, I know my kids be taken care of. I mean, we may not see them constantly. I mean... We're all busy. Yeah, we're we're all busy. Some of us, God, we got friends that live over a hundred miles away from us. That mm -hmm. you know, if they come into town and we need to do something, I would have no problem saying, "Hey, can you keep my kids for a couple minutes?" Or you know, whatever. And there would be no worry in my mind that something would come to happen to my kids. Because I know if something did come up and they didn't know what to do, they would just call I'd us. Just call. Yeah. Like, hey, what do we do? Like, what but, do they want? You know. We got people all around us, and you know, a lot of people that we know. <laughs> we can't, we can't leave the room. Yeah, there's just, and it's not because. I don't know. I am a firm believer, and just because your family does not mean that you're automatic. In my I book. don't know. Family isn't isn't in my book. It isn't blood. It's it's earned. Yeah. I mean, yes, you have people you're blood related to, and they are your family. But I believe, like, we have created our own family. You, like, yeah. And I love it. I love knowing that. Like today, perfect example today. My brother calls us and says, "Hey, I'd really like to have a cookout today. Do you guys mind grabbing some stuff and inviting some people, and we'll come out?" Of course. Got drunk. No, we didn't. The whole group <laughs> just dropped and came. Yeah, everybody. And our kids oh, loved it. Tonight. Yeah. 
and they all brought their kids they all played for a couple hours outside in the nice weather we had a good time we had some good food we had some laughs great way to start a new week like and not to mention it's the middle of winter yeah. it's warm yeah we take advantage full you know, advantage we, we i started mean this year off good and summer is our vibe i mean summer is our jam yeah. As a group, we can we are together all the time in the summer. Every week, multiple times a week, we are together. I mean, our, yeah, it's I, just, I mean our <laughs> it's our expected. kids are they're like siblings. I mm-hmm. mean, her brother and a lot of our friends, their their kids hang out so much that they're just they're they're their own little family, mm-hmm. you know. And I love that. I love it because. You need your own tribe, and you create your own tribe, and I think we found our tribe, and why change something that's working? Well, and, you know, that, that brings you back to, they, you know, they've always said it takes a community to raise kids, you know, but who said you can't pick what community helps you raise your kids? Mm-hmm. It's not always no. grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, you know, cousin. I mean, sometimes it's just people to, you pick. Yeah. You, you definitely have to go off of what you feel. And, and, and everything changes. I mean, down the road, who knows what's going to happen. But for now, right now, it's working. this works great. And we love it. We love everybody in our family that we've created. We would do anything for any of them, any of their kids. We'd except, go to all their stuff if, you know, they're in stuff. Except that one lady. I don't like her. What lady? Ashley. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's my sister-in-law. They have a thing. Sorry. She's an asshole. Not that kind of thing. <laughs> well, according to Evelyn, Bubby is her cousin yeah, and her brother. Boy. So who did that? Hey, <laughs> you know. Not me and Kyle. <laughs> we do live in a small town. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that kid needs more friends. Anybody, we're taking applications for Evelyn. <laughs> She's <damn>. very weird. <laughs> so... Be prepared. She will tell you often that she needs to stay hydrated. Yes. We're not sure why. Well, she likes drinking water. Hey, I can't blame her. I like drinking water, too. When I'm not drinking beer, I'm drinking water. Or coffee. Or coffee, which has water in it. You're crazy. Beer has water in it, too. Barely. So, man, we talked about trust, talked about forgiveness. What scares you the mm. most? Anything happened to my kids. Okay, what's the second thing? What scares me? Yeah. Like as an insecurity? Like a fear, like a real fear. Infidelity. Really? You're very pretty. Aw. I'm not, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty to you. That's all that matters, That's all that matters, exactly. So you have nothing to worry about. (laughs) I don't like people, so you have nothing to worry about. I'm, I'm, you know, I may be safe on this, but yeah, that's, that's one of my biggest fears, is anything happening to my kids. Anything and absolutely anything happening to my kids. And, and you, that's, that's it. I fear pretty much nothing else. Well, it makes me feel really dumb because I have like a thousand. Well. I mean, obviously you guys are at the top, but I have irrational fears that make no sense. I'm cool with that because I really enjoy making fun of your irrational fears. I have the most irrational fears. I 
I can't judge your irrational fears. I have some serious irrational fears. You guys, they have nothing no, to do with you guys. No, no joke. The other day, we've added on to our house, okay? So our room's, like, all the way at the other side of the house, okay? It's in the back part of the house. Now, our living room and stuff is at the front of the house. I'm sitting there at night. Everybody's sleeping. Ryan's not home. He's at work. The girls are snoozing. I'm watching TV like I normally do. I always stay up about an hour, usually, after they go to bed, just to make sure that they're staying asleep and whatever. But... I heard a thump in the back part of the house, like by our room. And Ryan, you know, there's a hallway and everything. And normally I would just say, oh, that's the cats. But the cats were both sleeping on the couch next to me. So I had no other excuse to what this noise was. My first fucking instinct was the zombie apocalypse is upon us. What room am I going to go into to save my children? Was it the turtle? It was, I think, the turtle. But... (laughs) My first fucking fear is the zombie apocalypse. That's where my mind went. Yeah. For a thump. It could have been the damn heater kicking on. I don't know. I'm fucking dumb. Some of my fears, I'm like, okay, anxiety, you can get me off this roller coaster now. Doesn't make any sense anymore. The cat's at the door wanting in. No, she's not coming in. She only wants to come in at inconvenient times. I know. (laughs) Irrational fears are fine. I do. I have a lot of them, though. I mean, that's just one example. I can't tell you every single one of them right now. Because sometimes they just come up. Everybody has irrational fears. I mean... That bad? But, well, what makes them irrational? (laughs) Because, honestly, how how is it the zombie apocalypse is going to happen and nobody posts about it on Facebook first? Because, you know, this generation, they post every fucking thing on uh, Facebook. You got a point. Somebody would say, oh, a zombie is eating my arm as, you know, as it's happening. Because some people have to do that. They would post until they die. They probably still post when they're zombies. They are zombies now, anyway. They're always on their phone. They ate Chet. What a stupid name. Sorry. Sorry, the name's Chet. I just wonder who... <laughs> Who sits down and says, hmm, Chet, is it Tourette's? No, I'm not making fun of Tourette's, but hmm. you do an improv, you just name off random shit, and it just comes out? Maybe they meant to say shit, but they were British. Shit. Oh. We've been watching Supernatural season 12 because we're yeah. really, really, really behind, so we're like really on this British kick. Because <laughs> it's the British invasion don't spoil it for us. Yeah, don't judge. Yeah, and don't judge. We only get to, on average, we watch about one episode to three get, episodes a week because our children don't yeah, allow it. Yeah, we get it. no us, us time other than fucking and Frozen. Goddamn, oh, I'm tired of that shit. We watch Frozen. We cannot wait for the new Frozen to come on DVD so we have a break. From oh, and it's going to answer so many stupid questions. Here, Ryan has many, many questions. It doesn't make sense. We've watched Frozen so many times. I'm not joking, guys. We're probably in the thousands by now. We have sat here and analyzed stuff that makes no sense. And I'm sure that we're not the only parents that have been in this boat. I mean... And you watched one movie so many times. They push this shit so hard. Our friends, their son's really into Toy Story. Which, but at least there's four of those. But at least it's Toy Story. It's not just gender-specific princess bullshit. They're... 
I'm going to stop you right there because I will tell you the new one, not trying to spoil it for anybody, but it is very... I have not seen the new pro, one. Pro, not a, a crazy amount of pro girl, like, to where it's annoying, but, like, it's very, like, empowering. And I feel like for girls, that's important to know you don't need a man to save you. It is important. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying I am a lonely male in a household... <laughs> Of females. Just wait ten more years, buddy. I'm tired of frozen. <laughs> just you act like I enjoy it or something. I'm not dressing yeah. up, prancing around a crown. But god damn. I need to be because I am the queen here. <laughs> you'll be okay. Uh, eh. They'll eventually get into other things, and you'll wish we had frozen back. I'll die sometime. You'll never think this, but there will become a day where you want to watch Frozen instead of whatever they're into. You're probably right about that. His new stupid... Be thankful she's not into Shopkins and LOL movies. I don't even know if those exist, but I hope to God they don't. I'm not 100% sure what that is, but please don't That's the stuff she's into. The LOL thing. Remember? The case. No! She wants the case. The $100 case for her birthday. Jesus Christ. I showed it to you at Walmart yesterday. No, I wasn't paying attention. When are you paying attention? Tuesdays. No days. He pays no attention anytime. And then he gets mad because he doesn't know what's going on. Because she well, doesn't write it down on the calendar five that times. I don't look at. I'm not writing anything down for a grown person. They should be listening when I speak. Eh. You got a point. I yelled for you two rooms away today. You I didn't even hear me. You. I did it four times. Frozen I screamed. was glaring. You know, I was blaring. You know I get sucked into that movie. I hope yeah. With the questions and shit. You should just ask Emily and she can answer just about any question you have. Mm-mm. No, I would I would ask questions, but, you know, for fear of, you know, copyright infringement and getting this thing shut off, I don't really want to deal with that shit. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, so I guess our main thing today is, you know, I, I know personally I've dealt with a lot of things over the past few weeks that have questioned trust and questioned forgiveness and have made me experience emotions that have come up from other things I've experienced, which brought up, like, fear and anger and, you know, anxiety flared up and I haven't slept a lot the last couple of days. It's just been emotional and not in, like, the crying way. I haven't cried or anything. It's just been – I have not felt safe, and it's not because – I'm not safe, obviously. My, my husband makes me feel very safe, but he works a lot. So he can't be here all the time. And I have to show my girls that I'm strong. And I think holding up that mask all day and then at the night when they are asleep, it can just fall away. I think that's when all my insecurities come out. Yeah, but I also think that it's a, it's a good thing to show your, your kids that you're vulnerable as well. Well, yeah, but to a point, no. I want them to feel safe when I'm around. Like, I want them to know that... I understand that. They are safe, because they are. But... I would go down dying. You... Well, yeah. You you want to show them that you're going to do everything to protect them, but you don't want them to be so walled off... No, no, no. they're growing no, up... Of course not, no. ...that they don't feel any sort of emotion, you know? That's why I'm a huge believer in, you know, if they... If they go and do something stupid and get hurt, you know, hey, you're going to learn from that. You know, I mean, I'll baby them for a minute, but I'm like, well, that's exactly why I didn't want you to do something they, like that. Like, If they do it twice, that's their own dumbass right, fault. Right, But I don't have to worry about their emotions being walled off because they have showed me they are very emotional Ugh, people. Jesus. I don't have to worry about that. Super Not right emotional. now, at least. I'm sure, I, and I don't ever discourage it to a point. 
There is a point though where it's like, okay, I get it. It's okay. Jesus, he threw it on the fucking floor. But seriously, but seriously, I want to bring this up because this is so important to me. It's made me feel like I have finally broken through with Emmeline. I have been, you know this, I've been hanging the ground running with Emmeline for a few months now, helping her recognize emotions she's feeling and expressing them with words instead of just crying which I tell her sometimes like okay I understand that sometimes you don't have words and you have to just cry I get that but as you grow up you have to learn how to express these things with words so people understand how they can help you or how they can be there for you in a way so I've been trying to help her put words with emotion so yesterday we had a play date and our friend you know, it was getting late, it was getting dinner time. We had been there for a couple hours, and I said, you know, honey, we need to really get going because, you know, it's time for them to eat, it's time for us to go eat, and, you know, we haven't been home for a while. And she had a really hard time, and she was starting, and she didn't really whine, but she kind of drug her feet, you know, and I kind of expected it to be a hard thing, so I had transitioned her by telling her, you know, counting down from 15 minutes to 10 minutes to 5 minutes to 3 minutes to, okay, it's time to get ready to go. She looked at me, and she said, Mommy, I'm just having a really hard time with this. And I, like I said, she didn't cry. She didn't whine. She just told me, like, I just need a minute. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And she told me this three times, guys. And I finally looked at her and I said, okay, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get our shoes on. I'm very sorry that it's hard. There are a lot of things in life that are going to be hard for you to do. But you still have to do them. I said, so let's put your shoes on. And while we get in the car on the way home, you can tell me all the things that are making it hard for you. Like what's making you scared about leaving, you know, fears you're having, anything like that. Feel you, We can talk about it on the way home, make you feel a little bit better. So on the way home we did. She told me that she was scared she wasn't going to see her friend ever again. Because they don't go to school together and they don't, we're not all mutual friends. So it's it's kind of really like a hit and miss kind of thing. So I understand that. You know, she doesn't see her very often. And that's got to be a legitimate fear for kids. Like, um, when is this the last time I'm going to see this person? And she was just scared because she was afraid that, like, her friend would forget her. Or, you know, that, you know, just little things like that. Which to us don't seem like a huge deal. But to them, She's it's everything. Kid, yeah. Like, I was so proud of her for being able to express how she felt. Rational or irrational, it didn't matter. She still put words to her feelings. And that was a huge huge milestone for her well yeah i mean it's 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 great as long as she's not going for you daddy yeah well she doesn't do that like hell not with those words but mm-hmm. anyway i want to show you that because that's a huge thing because i did talk about a couple episodes ago about how she had been experiencing some anxiety and how i was going to start working with her on how to express her emotions and talk through them and i think that was a huge step for her to be yeah, able to she's... just say it She's growing up, babe. Mm-hmm. I'm very I'm, proud of her. She did a good job. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Well, guys, that's all I have for today. Um, I want to thank my husband for jumping on here because he's not a huge yeah, I don't expression like person. No, Vince, you guys, I'm just, mm, I'm not a talky person. Maybe eventually we could talk him to coming on a couple times. You're going to have to get me drunk. That's my plan. I'm drunk now. So, anyway, uh, please go <laughs> to Facebook, follow me, caring underscore is underscore swearing instagram swearing is caring podcast and my email is caring is swearing at gmail.com all lowercase 
thanks again for um, listening, guys. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And I'll see or I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks again. Bye. Thank you.